Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back to hour number two. We've had a shift change as Joel Nelson has just body-checked Nick Hallis out of the building. So Nick is gone. Thank you, Nick. And Joel's uh, behind the controls, behind the glass, and taking your call. Remember the number, 412-928-9370. Our show is brought to you by the good people of PNC Bank. Make today the day at PNC. Number one, Cochrane. Now 31 different dealerships. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. Also, Iron Rock, Tap House, Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about. A great place to hang out in Westmoreland County. Buy the live casino and watch some great sports and get some great food and entertainment. Also, Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman. They got your bag, not your wallet. And Ireland Contracting, home of the nightly sports call. Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Peters Township. Visit them online, southhillsjeep.com. Text line, same as a call in line. Edgar Steiner and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. And we always welcome the opinion. So let's get right back to the lines. I know a lot of people have been waiting here. Rob in West Mifflin, you're first up. Hey, Rob, go right ahead. Hey, Bob, how you doing, buddy? What's uh, up, man? I'm, I'm not- I'm not, not going to call and uh, beat you here about Matt Cannon because we all know what's going on with that situation. But I've been saying since Kenny got drafted, man, that he's, he's not the guy, Bob. I mean, just like a lot of people are like, I'm not saying they're scared, they're, they're scared to say it. But, I mean, you just got to – I mean, I've seen a lot – enough down pit. And the, note, and, and the one thing that Kenny always leaned on was his accuracy. And I'm – He's missing a lot of guys bad, like when he throws the ball, man. You know what I mean? And, and and we're in the AFC, and you can see a couple of those guys that already passed up Kenny, man. Like, I could say C.J. Straw for sure in just a couple games. I mean, you know, the book is still going to have to be, you know, we're going to have to wait to see what it really is. But the small sample size looks like C.J. Straw has passed him up already. So, I'm just – I mean, I, I told my cousin when he got drafted that I, I hope he makes me a believer – and you hope he makes me wrong because I've, I've seen enough down pit to, uh, to see that he's not just he's what, not When you say that, what specifically do you mean? I mean, it took him five years to get to where he was. Credit him for improving yeah. every year. The one thing I've yeah. seen from him, though, and I want to hear what you say why you don't like it, is a clutch 
gene, so to speak. He has this ability to make plays later in games that a lot of quarterbacks don't. And when it comes right down to it, that's how quarterbacks are going to be judged. Now, the stuff that's happened early in game and inaccuracies, you're absolutely right. But in the second half of last week's game, he was more clutch than Lamar Jackson was. I know. I agree with you on that. But I don't know if you've seen the interview of Cam Hayward, what he said. He said, Kenny has to play like this getting off the bus. Not just yeah, but how much of that is play calling and yeah, concepts? Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree, Bob. A lot of it is. I'm, like I said, I'm just not. I'm not totally done with him, but I just don't really think he's the guy to lead us to where we need to go. Especially being in the AFC with all these, these young guns, man. It's, I can name eight of them, and he's probably the ninth or tenth now. You know what I mean? I mean, anything can happen—an injury to this guy or that guy. I don't ever wish injuries on any anybody playing any sports, but. That's probably what it's going to take for us to get to the AFC Championship game and the Super Bowl if they keep him as a quarterback. I mean, that's just my opinion. Rob, I appreciate your opinion. Thank you for calling. A lot of people will share that because he hasn't done what I think people expect, especially at beginnings of games. And, again, it's a combination of him missing guys. It's also a combination of play call. Everything is designed still to the outside. There's nothing in the middle of the field. They need to attack the middle of the field. They don't do it enough for my liking, and I'm sure most of you will agree. That opens up things more so in the, you know, guys out of the backfield, sideline go routes, whatever. You've got to attack the middle of the field. Tyler in Addison joins us right now on the Bob Pompiani Show. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Bob. How are you doing today, man? What's up? Well, i got to say to my fellow Steeler fans, real quick, uh, about Kenny Pickett, his main problem is the way he handles the pocket to me. But that's something that is good that can be taught and learned in the NFL. So I think he will continue to get better. Let's give the kid a chance. This is kind of his rookie year, like the caller said before. Let's give him a chance to get better. And uh, I want to ask you about, what is there any truth behind this John Gruden, Byron Leftwich offensive coordinator thing? No. there's. I mean, Byron Leftwich reached out to them, but they're not – you know, again, if they were going to make any sort of moves here, Tyler, it would have been now during this. Right. Uh, and people are going to throw out names all the time. Mike Tomlin has relationships with all those guys. That doesn't mean right. immediately they're going to be the guys to come in. Now, John Gruden is an interesting case just because I think he has a lot of uh, – it would be a yeah, role reversal. Off. <laughs> you know, Tomlin has you – know, he knows him. He, so, I don't know. At the end of the year, they're going to assess it all. But I never thought they were going to make a move in in season. They didn't do it last year when they were two and six. And I thought if any time there was a chance that that would happen, it would have been then. So this year, when they get to the bye week of three and two, to me there was a diminished chance that would ever happen. Yet people seem right. to want in and clamor for it. The realistic part of this, and whether it works or not, is up. We'll find out. But they're not going to make a change until after the season if things continued right. as they are. And who knows who that I could be at that point? No much about the Penguins. This is a new lineup, and everybody's giving them a hard time, kind of. But it's going to take them a while to get all in line and get together and do players in hockey way different than everything else. I think they're going to do well when they get to know each other better and know how to pass to each other, and I think the Penguins will do well also. Thank you for taking my call, Bob. Thank you, Tyler. Yeah, I think it's, it's a time thing. But again, you can understand a team that believes it's going to win another championship, and if they the moves they made – by Kyle Dubas, indicate to me that they believe this window is still open for them for the next three years. After that, it may slam shut completely. But during that, in, in order to, like, if you're Kyle Dubas and you come in here and you say, well, you know, your problem last year was too many odd man breaks. We're defensively, you need to clutch down and stop this. So we're going to change the, the, your DNA. 
once Mike Sullivan was back, once these three, Crosby's already signed there, but when, when they re-signed Malkin and, and Lanthan, you knew they believed they could still win. Last year fell short. They doubled down on it this offseason. They brought in Carlson. You don't bring Eric Carlson into your lineup. And some of these other guys who have nice resumes as far as you know Stanley Cup history, unless you believe you still can win. That's how they're going to be judged. Not getting to the playoffs, doing damage in the playoffs. Are they capable? We'll find out. John in Monroeville joins us right now on the fan hotline at 412-928-9370. What's up, John? Hi, Bob. Just to follow up on a couple of previous callers about giving Kenny a chance, and I agree wholeheartedly. You had a caller a couple of days ago, and he was listening all of the wonderful traits that Kenny had to be a good quarterback. And the only thing that is missing to add to those to make him from a good quarterback to a great quarterback is somebody to teach him. And on this coaching staff, I don't think anybody there exists that can do that to help this young man move further in his development. And unfortunately, when we have players that don't perform to our expectations, what do we do with them? We trade them. Why can't we scrutinize coaches in the same way? We've been having to accept mediocre seasons for the last, what, five, six, seven years. And until something changes in that area, we're going to have to get used to accepting mediocre seasons. Unless it changes for the rest of this year, John. And again, when it comes to seasons, I I try to evaluate them at the end. Looking back, I had my thoughts going in and I thought 10 wins was reasonable. I was never going to lift that up after a preseason, which... You know, it was really good, but I mean, I've I've done enough preseason games to know that doesn't normally equate to improvement one way or the other. It, it's no. good, but but you know, immediately no, I, they got I, shut down by a very good San Francisco team. So well, I want to see yeah, how it's well, going to be, and then we'll you know assess it. But you may be right that they don't have enough people to no, to take think, him under I, the wing. And I think we made a we made two things: one very good thing, one very wrong thing last year when we brought in Brian Flores. That was a super definite plus. On He's not doing so well in Minnesota, though. I can tell you that right now. If you listen to the people well, in Minnesota, they're unhappy with that defense. Well, well, yeah, but you look at the ball players. Maybe he has to deal with and he's still in charge of the defense, and it's yeah, one right, of the worst right. in the NFL. Right. So yeah. I, I mean, I like Brian. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, it's just it's a difficult thing to put together teams. You know. The the Steelers want to get the number one issue in all teams, just get in. But when you get in, you got to do better than just be a wild card, I think, because it's set up against you in the NFL more than any other sport when it comes to postseason. When you're a wild card, you're definitely going to have to deal with the Kansas Cities and Buffaloes right off the bat on the road. To make that oh, yeah, easier, yeah. you got to win a division. This division is winnable to me as it sits right now. That needs well, to be I, the goal. I agree wholeheartedly with you. And I, what I hated to see, believe it or not, was to see us win all those preseason games. Because in the back of my mind, I'm saying to myself, okay, they're, they're, they're developing a false sense of security. I'd have rather yep. seen us lose a couple of those games. We'll see. Thank you, John. Moving along all at four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. We're, we're going to stay in Monroeville, though, because we went from uh, John to Carl. Carl's in Monroeville right now. What's up, Carl? Thanks for waiting. Hey, it's wet here. It's wet here, Bob. Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty much going to be wet everywhere today. I, I know. Hey, um, two two questions for you. Um, one is, how would you, on a scale of one to ten? I mean, I like Tom, and I think he's a, I think he's a, a classy 
individual, a top-notch guy. But his coaching, how would you rate it from 1 to 10? What's your opinion? When you say his coaching, you're talking about his coaching uh, hires? His coaching what? Well, let's do both, coaching hires. and. Well, I think that falls short. And and I think Mike Tomlin is a wonderful – I agree. I think he has – players respond to him, which is a hard thing to do after 17 years. Now, some may say that's stale. I don't believe that. I I see what I see over there, gotten to know him. I think that they'd still – rise to the level that you'd want as a coach that that they're buying into what he's selling. The problem is I think he can do better when going out and getting a, you know, offensive coaches, defensive coaches. I respect them all, but I know there are better ones out there, but you got to pay yeah. for them and let them do their thing. And for some reason that's not happened. Um, everyone talks about coaching trees and there's no, no branches on the tree here. So he's responsible right. for that. So that should get better. Uh, but so far that hasn't happened. But, you know, there's still a lot of season left. I, I want to see what this season entails because uh, we saw Cincinnati last year start two and four. People were talking about what's going on, and they won ten in a row. I'm not saying that's going to happen here, but I also know this, that NFL seasons can trick you. you. You think one way, and all of a sudden things drastically change. It's their responsibility, given the talent they have, to change that. I think they should be capable of winning this division based on the talent they have. Right. But. I would agree. Let me. My second question is, what needs to happen with the Steelers for them to get in a position like the San Francisco 49ers, like the Kansas City Chiefs? Well, fresh play calling, schemes that are different, mm-hmm. finding players that fit those schemes and making bold moves to support those schemes. San Francisco had their eye and went out you know, and made a big play for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, they felt his style of running fit in their scheme of what they were doing for Kyle Shanahan. And it's been a perfect, regardless of what oh, they man. gave up. Now, those same teams can make mistakes. They they drafted Trey Lance, third overall. Uh, and they got lucky in a way that Brock Purdy was available when he was. You might remember the Steelers took uh, Chris Oladukin in that same seventh round, a quarterback, after they took Pickett in the first round. They could very easily have taken Brock Purdy in the sixth round oh, if they yeah. wanted to. He yeah. lasted till the seventh. That bailed San Francisco out, I thought. So, I mean, right. you got to have a little bit of luck in this, too. But, Carl, thanks for the call, man. Yeah. i got to move along. i got a lot of people want to talk. I want to try to get them all in. Next up is going to be the counselor on line number six. Hey, counselor, what's going on? Hi, Bob. How are you? Good. What's up? Listen, um, on the Steelers, I'm sorry. I, I, I think Terrell Austin knows more than I do, but I can't believe that um, Joey Porter Jr. hasn't earned a starting uh, job. Now, because you saw that Pat Peterson, that that wide receiver for uh, Houston, ran past him as if he was standing still. He should not be playing the outside. Mm-hmm. He should be at safety at the, you know, or at the very least the inside, you know, the slot thing. He doesn't have the speed to stay with these younger outside receivers. It's it's asking him to do too much. I believe. Yeah, well, Levi Wallace hasn't been all that much better either. So that's why no, Joey Porter you, you Jr. should start over one of them. Yeah, I, I think Pat Peterson is serviceable as a safety or an inside slot guy. I don't know how about good Levi Wallace maybe at that. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, man. Thanks for – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't know you have a second yeah, thing. Well, the other thing is, is this. On uh, Kenny Pickett. Okay. I'm glad he changed the protection, and I'm glad he kind of changed the, the play somewhat to do the uh, deep ball, okay? He also needs to be given the freedom 
to do more of that. Now, I don't think he's that, you know, poor that they can't trust him a little more. I think they are doing uh, that. The other, I think that, that what he yeah. did was a prime example. They're giving more on his plate, and they should. You're absolutely right. Counselor, I'm up against the break. i got to take it. Sure. Thank you for the call. we got more calls on the way. Jack, David, Brian, Nick, Sam. Want to do business with you, but first we've got to do business with our sponsors. Thank you to PNC Bank, Number One Cochran, Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg, Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman, Ireland Contracting. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. We appreciate your support, and thank you for calling here at 412-928-9370. We got a Joel Nelson headline, and we got more coming up all the way to 1 o'clock right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joe Nelson is manning the controls. Bob Pompiani till 1 o'clock right here with you at 412-928-9370. Paul Alexander after that. And then back to us for a pit preview as they take on Louisville tonight. Seven-point home dogs. A lot of people want to talk. Let's get to it. Rapid fire style. We got Sam in Uniontown. Hey, Sam, welcome to the show. Go ahead. Yeah, Bob, thank you for taking my call. I'm going to go to the topic of baseball. As you know, I'll know, Maz's 63rd anniversary was yesterday hitting the home run. I've been fortunate to be able to golf with this gentleman, him and Elroy Face. What two great people. They are so kind, so generous. I've never Very seen much so. About yep. I've never, I've never seen him turn down an autograph, and I know you've emceed some of Maz's tournaments. You know, Sam Nover was able to, uh, to at least be able to get some knowledge from Clementi with his last interview. Wouldn't it be nice somebody like you or to go up and, and spend time to uh, take time just to learn all this great stories that Maz has. I know he's told me some, but somebody like you who is well-known and could go up and, and sit down with him, it would be a it would be a treasure to know all the facts and things that he can tell you and stories about baseball. I'll, uh, I like that idea, Sam, and I may I may take you up on that and give him a call. I hope he and Miley and his wife are doing well. And, yeah, he raised money for uh, so many different causes, but his golf tournament was very successful to the point where I just think at the end they – they canceled it and stopped doing it because it was just too hard to get everyone back together uh, of well, that and he's, class. And, he, and his mind is still great, but, you know, he's getting older every day. And, you know, and there's only about five of them left from the 1960 World Series team. And Elroy is still a great a – great, his line is fabulous also, and he has great stories to tell. But somebody like you would, would sit down with him and, and reminisce, and he, he, I know he would tell you stories that were great, great stories. 
But I just thought I would uh, interject that, and thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Sam. I appreciate that, and certainly appreciate what Maz has been to the city of Pittsburgh for all these years. Jack in Ohio Township, you're on the air, Jack. What's going on? Good afternoon, Bob. Uh, Bob, the one thing I was sure about the Steelers for this year was that they were going to be much deeper at every position, all right, and that, that everything would be better. Me too. I, you were you were rating uh, people with uh, Joe and with Cook uh, earlier this week. What would you give Omar in terms of now looking at the people that he got as free agents, all right? Everybody thought that was an A-plus. Is it still an A-plus? Well, we'll find out. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm – I try to stay away from doing week-to-week observations about where guys are. To me, I'd rather look at the end of the year and then assess it, which is why I'm never, I'm not a big prediction guy. If you listen to me enough, do you know that? Everybody wants to make predictions. There's so many things that come into play that you just don't know. Uh, yes, it looked good on paper. Has it been as good on paper uh, or on, on the field as it been on paper after five weeks? I'd say no. Can it be better? We'll find out. I, I, I think Sayamalu disappointed me how he started the season. I expected a little bit more. Um, when you look at other guys that they've brought in, Pat Peterson has been not as good as the $14 million, $7 million a year they've, they've paid him. I would expect more from him. The inside linebackers have been an upgrade. That's not saying all that much considering where they were, Jack, last year. But I thought that, tr- you know, Quan Alexander's made plays. So has Robert. So has Holcomb. They've been better. They've been more active and physical in the middle. They've not been good in coverage over the middle, and that's where they've been hit with some plays like Stroud, um, you know, to Schmidt down there in Houston when that play happened right over the top of a Landon Roberts. So the bottom line is it's only five games, but we'll fi- we'll find out at the end of the year. I'm still optimistic well, that they can put they together. Team? Do you feel they have a deeper team now than they did last year? Yes, I do. Really? You don't. You don't. Like a D minus. Whatever. What he's done is horrible. I mean, there's no players who can play except the, the, those. You, you don't think their inside linebackers are upgraded over yes, last year? They're the only ones that would grade them as as better than what they were, you know, last year. But on the offensive line is a joke. Right. Well, it's not been as what I expected it to be better. Yes, and, and we'll see again. It's five it's not games. Going to get better because it, you know it can't get. How do you better. How do you know it can't get all... better, Jack? How do you know? Because they're veteran. They're veteran guys. All right, this isn't like well, a. Well, Roderick Jones has only had one start now. If he does what he, I'm not talking about him. But he's part of the offensive line. I'm just saying, just give it a chance. You well, can grade he, it now he, if you want. You may have a different grade in three weeks. But but he wasn't a free agent. Bob. But he all was right. a draft pick. All right. All right, I, and he I, made I the move. It was Omar who moved up to get him. So, again, I think five weeks is too soon to make an overall judgment. I've been disappointed well, generally. I thought more, but we'll see. Well, you I mean, you guys were last last week, you you were all, you know, getting on it, every, everybody, you know, else except Omar. He, the, the media just got so excited about him, so did I, that this <clears> is going to be really a much stronger team. Right. Well, again. Right. It's and five the weeks. Three wins they got are two gifts. Let's talk right? at the end of the and at the end of the year. If you're right, you can call right back here and I'll put you on. Okay. But thanks for the call, right, Jack. Thanks, I appreciate Bob. it. Nick on the north side is on the air right now. Bob Pompiani show. Hey, Nick. Hey, what's up, Bob? How you doing? Good. What's going hey, on? Yeah, uh, I don't don't necessarily disagree with that last caller. I, you know that I had a come to come to God moment when uh, they did the defensive lineup call in uh, San Francisco game that opening game. I thought, oh, for sure, we're going to surprise some people. We might win this game. And then you hear the defensive starters get called, and you're like, I know three people. I know three of these names. I, I kind of agree on the death situation that mm-hmm. we're not great there. But earlier in the earlier, you had made a, uh, a point about how 
you got to beat the division. you got to win the division to get into the playoffs. It's a winnable division. You don't want to start off in Kansas City and Buffalo. I think that's probably 100% true. However, I think that that's probably from R2 to Omar to Mike, like the only thing that they think about. I think it's becoming more and more evident that this team is built to win the division, to, to beat three teams, to win six games a year. Problem is, we got 11 other teams we've got to play a year. You know, this isn't the same 90s, early 2000s, you know, NFL where you can just run Jerome Bettis and Rashard Mendenhall up the middle every single time over and over and over again. It's a vastly different game. I mean, do you disagree with that? Statement? No, I totally agree with that statement, which is why, Nick, I said at the beginning, you can't survive in the NFL with five offensive touchdowns in five weeks. You simply right. cannot do it. Not, is it not a loser mentality, though, too? Because, like, now we're going to be, okay, you win. Let's say you do win every sixth game in the division. Well, you know, we, we got an okay roster, but it's not that great. So if we're only, you know, above, middle above average, right, you maybe get three or four more wins. We're hoping for nine to ten wins a year. That's not going to be the team that beats, goes into Kansas City and wins and goes into Buffalo and wins and goes into Miami. No, you have to score North. points. You're totally right. right. If you don't score so, 30 points a game heading into playoff games, especially on the road, you're never going to win. So that means, listen, I understand philosophies of what they want in terms of run game setting up pass game. But in this NFL today, especially in the AFC as currently existed, they have so many, so many good quarterbacks putting up big-time points. You've got to be able to strike quickly. I still want to see more of that from this team. You, you can want to control things. You want to start by running, whatever. But you can do it the other way, too. You can come out, and I remember a couple of playoff games where Bill, Bill Cower did that. He was a run-heavy first guy. But uh, in some of these games in the playoffs, he, he changed direction. He went in 10 out of 12 passing plays. you you got to be able to do both, but you have to show some ability – this is why it frustrates me. They never go to the middle of the field. Those are plays that can really do damage to defenses. If you're willing to hit guys in stride and they get some yards after the catch, it, it makes – right now, I don't think defenses expect the Steelers to, to target the middle of the field. And that's not I mean, a well, good way of pre- planning your offense. So then, I mean, is it safe to say that maybe the NFL is passing by the leadership that we got going on? In, in it may be in the it may be in the end if they don't execute the way they're capable of and they don't have the explosive. But but therein lies the situation. Like I think they do have explosive players if they're utilized the right way, and that's what it comes to me down to utilizing the right play, targeting guys more. I want to see more of that as we go on. But thank you for the call. Cheers. All right, have a good day, Nick. Thanks. Let's go out to Ryan in New Jersey. Ryan, what's going on today? Hey, Bob. Um, you compared the Pirates to the Texas Rangers earlier. No, I didn't compare. I, I said I said I'd like well, to see them do it, what they did. I'd like them to see them spend a lot of money. Yeah, I see 175 million reasons why that probably won't come to fruition. About, about 175 I, million. I did, right. For, to be clear, I did not say that they're going to go spend 325 on Corey Seager. They're not going to do that. Okay. But no, my no, point no, was, no. my point was that Texas was 102 games lost. Two years later, what did they do? Right. They doubled down on what they believed. There was right. good players. We're going to pay for them. We're going to change things around they dramatically. Well, nothing you have to believe it to see it, but hopefully it works out. Um, I, I, the reason I call it, I mean, I'm always calling you about the pens, but real quick, um, arrogant James Franklin, AJR, the way he handled that question from Corey Geiger the other day, what is it with that guy? Because he, he's just the, he's the biggest talking football coach in Pennsylvania, which is quite a feat if you think about it. Um, he's, here's the situation. Ohio State's a little down this year. They've got to go there next weekend. And then Michigan's good, so they're probably they're coming into Happy Valley. Here's what you've got to do, James. You've got to beat one of the two. Beat one of the two, which you never do, and you're in the playoffs. But you won't do it. 
and it'll still be. No, I think this might be the year that they beat Ohio State, even playing at Ohio State. They really should. But if he doesn't do it, it's the same old crap from that guy. He's just just a talker and not a deliverer. But that's so that got me going. But anyway, um, as far as the pens go, I'm going to be unusually optimistic. Uh, I I think we are as a fan, we're all playing with house money this year because what Dubis managed to do from whatever it was, June 15th through October 10th, I don't know how I could ask for anything more because that bottom six already looks like it's got way more grind and way more grit to it. The penalty kill, I think it's going to be really good. They're still monkeying around on the power play. Carlson should be on the top of the umbrella. I don't I don't know what's going on there. But I can't really ask as a fan for anything more than that amazing turnaround from, from Puckhead Ron um, last, <laughs> last year. There's just there's no way you can really ask for more. And I think – He's going to lay in the weeds and try to make some changes maybe during the year to maybe get a little more leg into the lineup because they are, I mean, they are old. You saw the two oldest teams in the league last night. The good news is yours turned out on top and dominated, but those are the two oldest teams in the league. So you're not going to see them. You know, they're going to get outskated in the third period. It's going to happen over and over again. But it's, it's, it, I still think it's a positive start, even with that stinker on Tuesday. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate um, that. we got to yeah, go to a break. But I, I appreciate your hockey talk. Please call again, as you often do. And, yeah, he's, he's totally flipped over this roster. I did not think it was possible this quickly. He also has loaded up some depth in, you know, the baby Penguins, which I think could be helpful as time goes on because of injuries. So we'll see what they do. Um, they made some guys, and they brought them in, and they're making a difference on the bottom six. And we saw that last night. I thought there was – like back-to-back shifts of the third and fourth line that kind of dictated a lot of stuff that was going on in the second period especially. All right, we'll take a break. John, Brian, Mike, Al, Doug from Daytona Beach. Hang on, we'll get to all of you as fast as I can right here. This is the Bob Pompiani Show, Sports Radio 93. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Seven the fan. Paul Alexander will be coming up today. He's fired up already. That's at 1 o'clock, 412-928-937. Listen, I'm going to try to get as many of you on. I appreciate you taking the time to call, so make it quick. Get your point. Doug in Daytona Beach first. What's up, Doug? Hey, Pops. Nice talking to you again. Bear with me. I'm in the middle of a, my granddaughter, seven-year-old granddaughter's birthday party. Happy now birthday. They're spilling out all over the place. <laughs> but here's what I want to say. The Steelers got to get into social media. So what they do, they got to get – uh, they're the third string quarterback, uh, Mason, uh, and get him hooked up with Lana Del Rey. <laughs> she was out of Star Lake. She sold the place out. That'll, that'll be a good start. And uh, second, you had a great idea 
about that cow patty bingo. So what we do is we get Diesel to bring in a couple of his steers and put numbers in the end zone because the steelers don't use the end zone much. And we could, uh, they can have, you know, all kind of fundraisers with that. Doug? What do you think? I don't think much of it. <laughs> totally separate situation. I hope you enjoy the birthday party, but thanks for the call. I got to move along. I didn't expect that one. Let's go to Brian in Brookline. What's up, Brian? How are you? Hey, Bob, real quick. I just got two easy questions. I'll go fast. First one is, why did the Steelers change their identity from the preseason to the regular season? I understand they're, they're often playing against less than people that are not even NFL, but why did they change if we had a glimpse of his office offense? Second question is, has anybody have the guts, you or somebody in media, ask Mike Tomlin, why don't he just fire Matt Canada? Are you guys afraid that would sour your relationship, asking the coach that direct question like that? No, because it's been asked. The question has been asked not that way, but it's, are you planning to make changes to your offensive scheme or coordinator at any point? It was asked last year after a two and six. It was asked this year too. It, it's, it, you don't, it, you don't, you can come out and say, do you want to fire him? But if you ask the same thing without using that terminology, it's the same answer and he's not going to do it anyway. As far as your first one, it's called game planning. The uh, teams in the preseason do not game plan, Brian. So that's pretty much it. When they do, they they know what to do to stop what you try to do, and you have to counter that. And the, and the Steelers have not been as good as I would like them to have been in countering it. But thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Al in Uniontown, you're up next. Al, welcome to the program. Go right ahead. Hey, Bob, real quick. Um, I, seriously, everybody needs to calm down. Um, we're missing so many people on offense. I mean, Deontay Johnson was a major factor. We're going to get him back. Calvin Austin is going to come out of, of concussion protocol. We're going to get Frymouth back. We're even going to get McFarlane back. In two weeks from then, maybe three weeks, we're going to get um, Cam Hayward back. Everybody needs to just settle down. Once we get Deontay Johnson back and he knows how to find the open gaps and makes Kenny settle down, the defense won't be on the field 60 70% of the game, and and everything's going to be all right. Everybody just chill. Have a good weekend. <laughs> I think it's good to think that way. I do because I think we're in overreaction mode every single day of the week on these kinds of shows and elsewhere. Uh, it's because people are talking more about sports every single day, and you need content, which you translates into you need topics, which translates into you have hot takes. All of this is part of it, but I think when you're trying to be a franchise that is trying to win, whatever it may be, whether it's Penguins, Steelers, and hopefully baseball, you have a goal, you try to fit, and you can't radically change based on what people are saying. Quite frankly, again, this Matt Canada thing, as much as I think they'll make a change at the end of the season if things don't improve, it's not going to change now. This whole incessant need to, to talk about it, to chant it everywhere you get a chance is just getting old. It's not going to happen. Um, in the end of the year, it will happen if things continue as they are. They have to come in and make this offense more explosive. And to your point, they have guys coming back. they got to utilize them. They've got to scheme them to take advantage of it. That's how they're going to be judged moving forward. It can't be a philosophy where we just can't turn the ball over, and that's that. Be conservative. Don't turn the ball over. That was last year. This is not last year. They've taken a step. They should have taken a step forward. You can't do it that way. It is being defensive-minded uh, on situations. Again, I golf. Those of you out there know <laughs> I talk about it a lot. If you approach a shot and you're thinking of bad things that can happen as opposed to the good things that could happen, you're bound to make a mistake. When you think just don't make mistakes, 
you often make mistakes. So I think they have to get beyond that and start being aggressive down the field and doing more things that will open things up underneath especially. They have a guy like Jalen Warren who's really good in open space. The more success you have down the field and in the middle of the field, the more space he will have to run the football in those situations. So, yeah, you can still have your philosophy. You can still want to be a physical offense, but that doesn't mean you should – you know, stop looking for opportunities down the field. Good things can happen down the field. Two out of three things are positive. Therefore, try to attack it as best you can. 412-928-9370, thanks to all you got in. I tried. I did a pretty good job, Joel. So did you of getting them on quickly, and we got our points across. It's always fun talking. We got a lot going on. We got the Penguins at home against the Flames tonight. Calgary will come here, and the Penguins coming off a 4 nothing shutout at Washington. Steelers are off, but Pitt and Louisville. We'll talk more about that when I reconvene with you at 3.30 with Paul Zeiss and Doran Dickerson. Pitt is a seven-point home dog. They've made a Christian uh, Vayer change a quarterback. How will he do against a team that's 6-0 and and 3-0 in the ACC? You'll find out. We'll get you set for that matchup. Game begins at 6.30 at Acrisure Stadium. And uh, we got a lot of other NFL football tomorrow. Join us for the number 1 Cochrane Sports Showdown. That's on uh, Sunday nights, 11.35 get into that. Ray Fittipaldo will make his showdown debut tomorrow night, so we're excited about that. Colin Dunlap on the program as well, and I'm still waiting for a third confirmation. Once I get it, I'll let you know. In the meantime, for Joel Nelson, I'm Bob Pompey. Thank you for uh, calling today. Thank you for listening, and thank you to our sponsors. PNC Bank, number one, Cochran, Iron Rock Tap House, Iron Ireland Contracting Nightly Sports Call, of course, and Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman. That's going to do it for me. Paul Alexander up next. I'll see you in a couple of hours. Joel, have a great rest of your day. And we'll talk again next Saturday right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Our weather is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Sun <clears throat> wants you to know that this is truck month. So come see half-ton, three-quarter-ton Silverados. Visit sunchevy.com. If you look outside, you see what you got today, which is 62, kind of rainy, drizzly, whatever. It, we're due. Listen, we've had a great run of fall weather, man. It's I, I think we're overdue for this kind of stuff, and that's fine. Tomorrow, 55, 45 will be the high and the low. Overcast skies, Sun Chevrolet brought to you uh, with the weather here. That's going to do it for us again. We'll see you next Saturday night. Stick around. Paul Alexander is next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.